what it do, what it do, what it do, up in the stew. Welcome back to the 303 episode number three. Um, I'm here with a regular gentleman, no special guest this week. It's how ha- uh, Halloween weekend. Hope you're having a good Halloween. We're a little hungover from the night Little. before. Lottle. And uh, we're back on the train. Choo-choo. Have a happy Halloween. <laughs> um, self-plug. Um, my new single from my album. I can't tell you yet. I'm working on a video for that. But it is out everywhere on SoundCloud right now. It's called Hell. And uh, it'll be on all platforms very, very soon. And uh, yeah, run it up. Show me some love. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, we have a cool little episode today. As the huge, we're gonna be talking about the ML Bizzle, you know what I'm saying? Some UF Sizzle, alright? And the NFL. Um, it's gonna be a quick one. And then we got our usual surprise and first chase! And then uh, NBA free agency and some NA double. NCAA. NC double dank football, baby. <laughs> alright, so. Um, let's do it. I'm gonna hand it off to. Big Daddy T, Papa Money himself, and he's going to... Aw, oh, son of a... Hold on. Stick with me, folks. I tangled my mic. It's in a knot. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. That's really loud. Sorry. All right. All righty. Um... Time out. The girl could... I'll... I'll, I'll you're good, boss. <laughs> Colonel's over here dying. Okay. Um, I stand corrected, okay? I, I thought the... The Tampa Bay Rays were going to pull off in this series, going to push it to Game 7 and win this. Los Angeles has finally got it done. They finally did it. They won their World Series, and there was a ton of commotion that came with it, too. That came the day after, and we'll get to that subject. But they won in Game 6, 4-2 series victory, and... Kershaw did not fucking choke. Did do you guys think that Kershaw maybe fixed his ways in the playoffs? I stand corrected what I said a couple weeks ago. I, I bashed homeboy. I said it's now or never, baby, and uh, he took it now. Yeah. Um. Do I think he needs to retire on top, baby? Yes, sir. Yes, he, but he I needs think he's to. Still I think he's coming back, obviously. Uh, yeah, I think he's coming back. Do I think he should dip out on top with his ring that he's been busting his ass for? Yeah, probably. Do we think the Doyers are going again next year for them to get another back-to-back? No, I do not. I'm saying that right now. No. No. We'll have to see in the free agency because you'll never know what happens with that team in free agency. For the most part, they've no. They've been able to ma- they've been able to maintain that team. Jock Peterson's been on the Dodgers since he was, but, but I, no, but but they don't need to build anymore. Like why they would they need back. to build? They ain't going back. Here. They could. It depends. You just got to see if what other teams do. This year's such a shambles. Uh, yes, I I do agree because this. It, I mean, it was a sixty-game baseball. Sorry, Lakers. We'll see you next year up in Denby, up in Denby with the Mile High Mofos. The three hundred three will be there in person. I'll podcast there. You hear me? I'll do it there. Yeah, we're gonna have a live show. We'll be at the, we'll uh, live. yeah, we'll be at the Western Conference Finals yeah, in Denver we'll at some of the games. Okay, that's. And a f- I'm not. I'm not saying that these these athletes didn't bust their ass during no, this shit no, because they there's had to. they I mean, had to. Sixty baseball games in sixty days. Yeah, but you're telling me. In a game, whatever, six of this series of something, a, a crowd full. I'm not saying crowd is going to impact. Yes, I am going to say crowd impacts the way 
You know what I mean? Like, it definitely does momentum, whether it's <laughs> negative being home or away. You know what I mean? It's just, eh. I don't know. I don't think they're going back, personally. I don't think the Doyers are going back to the World Series. No, sir. Um, I'll say this. I'll give props to Randy Arozarena. Oh, dog. He was a monster. He's a rookie yeah, this year, okay? He's a rookie, and he just broke the playoff hit str- or most hits in playoff history and most home runs in playoff history as a rookie. We saw Juan Soto go crazy last year for the Nationals, which helped them win. Randy Arozarena came in firing throughout the World Series, too. I mean, he was there throughout the entire time, but let's get to this point. What was Tampa Bay thinking? Why do you pull Blake Snell after pitching a great game and he gives up one hit to freaking Mookie Betts? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's three times. Like what Blake Snell said. Um, He was like, I get it. Yes, it's the third time going through the rotation, but I believe in myself. He's like... Yeah, they're the batters are making their adjustments, but I'm a pro baseball player. I make my adjustments too. So they, I I I feel he was basically saying, "Give me the ball when, give me the ball in my hands when the down comes." In which I feel like they should have stuck with him. That's why they lost the World Series. They did not keep Blake Snow in. so disappointing, man. Oh, so this is this is your boy Token. Um. (laughs) Alright, so you guys know that me and Trent have coached a football team. Alright, I've been in this coaching thing, I guess, now two years. And it may not be a long a long time, but you kind of get to see the game from a different side. And in a big game like that, I played in the champ. I coached all the way up into a championship game my f- first year coaching. Took the team all the way to a championship game. It's one of those things where, in the heat of the moment... You have you, to get your best players on the field. You have to get your best players on the field, yes. But when you make... In big moments like that, there's all, you're going to make an error. Like yes, it's, it's, you're, you're it's bound to error, happen. But it's, 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 it can't be that big. All right? But that's... The thing is, I'm big on... You can, you can control the controllables. Yes. And, and that my, right there, keeping Blake Snow in the fucking yes, game, and game so, six and pushing it to game seven... That is the moment you need to keep them in the game. So my thing is, <laughs> if a player, regardless what sport it is, football, basketball, <laughs> baseball, if your player, if your player has faith in his game, regardless of how shitty he's doing, keep that man in the game. Because once you take a confident guy, regardless of how good his pitching was, how bad it was, you take a guy like that out, it reflects on the whole team as a whole, and they go down the fucking drain. And Sean, I truly think that's you, what happened. Sean, with you playing baseball... Here, I'm going to hand the mic over. Sean, with you playing baseball for most of your life with me, I mean, how do you see this scenario going down? While you're watching the game, we were Snapchatting each other, going crazy when Rosarena hit that first home run. In the top of the first. It's one of those things, like... That you just feel like I, I, I told him before, like he told me before he hit the home run. Like it's just something you feel. And that kid is mad, mad talented. Magic. Magic, magic talented. And there's been it. countless times that I've played where you're in situations where you need to do something 
and I've come out short every single time. Every single time. And to have the ball to sit and grip down. Um. Sorry. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Countless times I've come up short and whatnot. And for him to sit there and be able to do what he did in the series and perform the way he did at a free wheel is just, it was really, really cool. It was really, really cool to see. And it's something that, like, I don't know. It's hard to do. You, uh, Yeah, he's a rookie, so. Yeah. Colonel, what are your thoughts on the Tampa Bay Poland snow? Because I want to push in one more comment about this. I want to push in one, one more question about this topic. Well, what I would say is that they shouldn't have pulled snow. He's your, he's your star, dude. Mm -hmm. he, he was performing the whole goddamn baseball game. The whole first half. He was he was balling out. It's like it's like if you did this. Like if Le, like literally in one of the finals games, LeBron had like eight points and was shooting terrible from the field. And he I swear to God, they could have taken him out. And they probably could have lost that series. It's like taking out LeBron James. It's like taking out a superstar. When he's doing good. When he's doing good. Like he's doing unreal good. Literally, like, when they pulled Snell, the Dodgers He was doing unreal good, dude, and you just pull him out. And then all of a sudden, guess what? The Dodgers had zero. He allowed zero. They they didn't score when he was in. It was 1-0. It was one. on a wild pitch. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, one. It was 1-0 until they pulled Snell. And then, it, what? 3 1. 3-1. So. And that was the game. Yep. That was uh, the deciding factor to them losing that for sure. Um, let me bring in this, okay? So, what is the MLB going to do with the Dodgers? They find in the Dodgers or are they only going to find Justin Turner? If you guys don't know the situation, Justin Turner tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, was allowed excuse to me. play. He, got, he tested positive the day before game six. And the MLB didn't want to hold him out just in case it was a false positive test. Which is so false. they tested him again and allowed him to play. And during the eighth inning of game six, a doctor comes running into the dugout and pulls Josh Turner out, and you don't see him the rest of the game. Which means... Rollis. Rollis. Rollis fascist, man. Okay. Uh, and... He ends up coming back out when they win the World Series to celebrate. Yes, I get it. My feelings are Ju Justin Turner, there's some things he could have fixed. The only, definitely some things he could have fixed. All he could have done was ask somebody to put the trophy in front of him, get a picture with his family, stay away from people, at least celebrate a little bit, and then go isolate. But he was running around with his mask off after the game. Like, one of the Dodgers pitchers has heart problems. It's a responsibility. Jock, Jock Peterson has a six-month-year-old on the field. It's a responsibility. Exactly. It is a responsibility. So let's let's hear everybody's thoughts because that's what I want to bring in. It's yeah. like, what's going what's gonna to happen with this? Like T-Money said, it falls upon the MLB. He shouldn't have been... He shouldn't have been allowed to play games. Oh, sorry. That was a rough one, folks. My bad. Yeah, he shouldn't have allowed... In their period.com. And I understand you win your first World Series. You want to celebrate with your team. But as a man, and like Trenton said, it, there's a responsibility to get off the fucking field 
He was the only one in, in the ice. postseason to get the virus. Really? The Damn. Only one yeah. Out that's... of all the teams in the postseason. And you know that's good on the MLB's part too because they kept up with the, up you until that right? point. Guess what? They went to a bubble. But that's yeah. the thing is like some some leagues can do a bubble, some and some can't. can't. But that's why they're doing a bubble in the yeah. playoffs. And so as far as they can do it. As far as what it's they do gotta... with the circumstance, they, they cannot find that gentleman for what he did knowing they allowed it to happen. That's just stupid. Exactly. It's contradictory. That's 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 mm-hmm. that's dumb. That's just it just makes no absolute sense. So sure, they, I mean they should both be, but at the same time who's gonna you know, buckle down. It's a shitty thing. I hope everyone comes out clear from it. Including him. Oh boy, I hope Hey, Godspeed you, brother man. But like, that we haven't heard of any more tests coming no, up. No, thankfully, Dodgers. thankfully, thankfully, bro. Uh, thankfully, you know, it sucks. I've had one buddy who's had Rollis, and it was a three day bender for him. Got similar to the flu, but hardcore. And, you know, I get how there's people out there that cannot fucking handle it, bro. And it's as big of a platform and as a professional athlete, man, you got to take some responsibility, brother. You got to take some responsibility. That's all I'm going to say. So he tested positive the night before the game. The day, the day before the game. All right, the day before the game, night, day. It's still the same. All right. My thing is, though, we've seen players from college to professional in all sports, basketball, football, being the two main sports, get test positive for it and then take another test and test negative or those first two positive tests they've taken or whatever were faulty tests. The guy said he had no symptoms whatsoever. So do you think that it was a faulty test? No, because he tested again and that's why they pulled him out of the dugout is because his second test came back positive again. But my but my thing is when was the second test during the game? No. He took it he took it before the game. So but my thing is how the fuck do they so I've had I've had to take the COVID test. I have. Yeah, I've had right? like so times. but my thing is how the hell do they get the response back that fast? That's the MOB. Yeah, no, 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 literally. You gotta think no, it's these it's it's these people in the bubbles that have a lot of money that are paying they're Paying as much money to these people to give them the fastest response We're not to the test, as fast as those literally yeah. because of the money and like the situation, they want to keep it going, so they need to have. But those. but the problem with that, you dish out all the money, you ask for the speedy re- results. Well, when you rush it, mess ups are bound to happen. Exactly. I'm not saying that that test, you know, was faulty or whatnot, but. Oh, g- give me. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, what was I saying? Fuck. You know what? Pass it on to Colonel. I forgot what I said. What was saying? Well, well, basically, you just you had to not play, dude. If he wasn't gonna like, it's just so sad to see. Like, I was so mad when they took him up there. And then they freaking, he said, dude, but the thing is, what's awesome about it is that he said, screw you guys, I'm going down there and I'm celebrating with my team. And you know, and that's something that I, dude, I loved it. I thought it was freaking, because you're not going to just let me play eight innings and then freaking throw me over the edge, dude, and say, no, you ain't going to hold the freaking. I understand. 
it's, it's a weird, it's a like weird. Like, it's, no. But. Stupid as hell. <laughs> Wait, let me say something. Here you go. We're trying to get Bill's attention here, but the man don't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I won't pass it on to Trent now. I just have to say that. Yeah. But like, yeah, we we've all spewed on this whole this whole section of that. Like, man, the circumstance sucks, but there can't be any like repercussions for one man and not the whole organization as a whole. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's stupid on the strength. It's stupid on the strength. Right. So our next topic. Get it. Your topic. Oh baby. boys. All right, it's my section Yo, of the show. I'm getting again. this quick. I'm getting this quick because it's not a big card. I don't really care too fat. But we got UFC Fight Night. I don't know what number. Fight Night Halloween 2020. Bunk, bogus, rollers. Um, main card. Well, we'll start from the. Th- Listen, I chose. We chose the best fights out of the main card because, like I said, Wait, it's kind of bogus. Let's do breaking news real quick. Breaking news. Dana White came out and oh. said that he. Did we even think... talk about that? No, no. This is no. This is the first time like we've talked since since the his dub. We, no, since before his W. So we could just scratch these fights. Did we spiel about Habib at all winning? No, we, we didn't talk no, about that last week. Oh, we it wasn't. No, it was with Gabe. It was. It was that fight. next no, day. No, okay. So time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. We'll get to those other ones soon. Listen. Listen. Uh, we did talk about Habib and Gaethje last week. Um, we all pretty much said the same thing as far as predictions, except for Taylor got it down to the knuckle. Did you say Gaethje? I thought we all said that do- what's his face was too dominant. I, I know me and Taylor said dom. Taylor got it I, to the I, teeth. I said in the round. Submission, literally. So he got it to the teeth. Habib, I'm not gonna cap to you guys. That was the most brilliant performance I've ever seen from Habib. Any that Habib beats any one in fifty five. It beats Connor in a rematch. You guys know how much of a dick rider I am. I love that man to death. But he, he beats him. I'm sorry. He, in the prime, GSP and Habib, I'm going Habib, I'm sorry, I'm putting money down Literally, on Habib. I'd go GSP. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cardio thing. I've never seen Habib really get tired. Like, ever. I've seen GSP with Johnny Hendricks get fucking beat up and tired and diminished. Like, it's wearing, I'm going Habib. But man. You are correct. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Like, with Gaethje too, that performance, man did everything he needed to do. He did everything he needed to everything do. Possible. Everything he needed to he do. And considering the circumstances with that and what Habib did, considering the submissions. Dude, that's when you look and at like, Habib had respect for him and like when he was fighting McGregor, yeah. He toyed with McGregor for a couple he rounds. For a couple rounds he, he just toyed with him. McGregor. I think yeah, he toyed with he toyed with him when he realized he could toy with him. I think the reason he got it got to four rounds is because he was nervous about Connor's fucking stand up in the first round exactly. until he knew okay this nigga's not gonna fucking close distance on me or anything exactly. like that like something like that. Habib, we don't think he's going out like that. Dana White doesn't think he's going out like that. Uh, it was a magnificent performance, and uh, uh, it was a brilliant fight. It was an absolutely brilliant fight. Um. As far as the lightweight division goes, it's a top, it's it's up in the air. You have so many people that are just like let me let me let me pull it up exactly. We might run this section a little long because I forgot about I did. I don't I, care. We'll talk. Yeah, well, okay. You know what, folks? I'll get this part over with, and then I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about with the UFC. Okay, all right. Uriah Hall, Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva's about to retire, baby. I'm going Spider. Yeah. Are we watching another? Retirement. Are we watching another retirement? Quote unquote. I think this one's legit. Anderson Silva's been around since Viet Cong. Peace out. Good riddance. Get dub. Peace out. Bryce Mitchell, Andrew, Andre Feely. I don't like Andre Feely. 
He talks a lot of junk. Um, Bryce Mitchell, though, he just got his camo shorts, and he has a twister submission, and I'm all about submissions, and yeah, I'm going Bryce Mitchell. Greg Hardy, he beats his wife. Uh, don't like that guy. Uh, we're going Maurice Green. All right, back to the Habib shit. I'm giving it to the uh, the token, the tokenator real quick. Oh, shoot. Mother. I'm going to speak about one fight. Silva, I watched. He was the first guy I watched for my first UFC fight. Really? So with that being said, and it was years ago when he was with all his cocky, you know, Wait. fake knockouts yeah. and stuff, all right? And it was actually a fight. He faked like he was getting knocked out and got slept, like, like a little baby, all right? So with that being said, I'm just going to have to go for him for the simple fact is he's the first guy I watched in the oh, UFC. Um, but you're a man, you're So, so my thing going back, are we on the are are we on the Khabib thing yet? No. All right. So, hold on. Let's get um, Colonel and my take on the fights of. Let's just say, yeah, get your Uriah Hall Anderson Silva. I think I think Anderson Silva is gonna win. I just and then I think uh, Bryce Mitchell is gonna get the win, and I think Greg Hardy's gonna win. But I don't want. Um, yeah, I'm going to get these predictions done quick because we have a lot other stuff to talk about UFC because we need to recap on last weekend because that was an amazing fight night. It was amazing. We had everybody over here. We had a great night. It was awesome. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, actually, it hurts to say, but I think Uriah Hall is going to pull away with this fight because of Anderson Silva's age. Um. And the amount of fights, man. The amount of fights you got withered to the bone. <laughs> okay, um, Bryce Mitchell, he's gonna be something soon. Oh, I very think, soon. Like, there's a reason why he's a co-main event on a fight night. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, so Bryce Mitchell is right? knocking Andre Feely out in the first round. Something breaking news. Knocking him out. First round. Knockout. Hey, I got some breaking news real quick. I love it, guys. I love it. That's nuts. Uh, right. hey. Maurice Green gets the win against Greg Hardy. Good shit. All right. Breaking news real quick, all right? Um, Trevor Lawrence is going to miss next week's game for why? Clemson because of They're COVID. Losing. Why? Does right. he have rollers? Yes, he has rollers. That's why he can't play today. Oh, That's why they barely they beat they Boston College. I'm sitting here thinking that he played tonight or earlier today. Um, back to the UFC. We're going back to last weekend. Last weekend was nuts. Last weekend in Abu Dhabi, um, Habib Gaethje. It was a brilliant card. It was a it was a really 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 good card. I loved it. Um, let me go back to the last card and take a peek at what happened. All right. So we had Habib with his beautiful. So a little story about Habib and what they told him. Habib is so dominant and disgusting and chooses what he wants to do with you. Is that he was originally going to go for an armbar. Justin Gaethje's parents um, were there first time seeing their son fight internationally um and habib can see that his parents are worried for their his their child and decides not to arm bar him and break his arm in front of his parents decides to switch it up and silently put him to sleep that's it's literally what was told it's literally what was told that is the hardest you trying to got out of the booth, boys. Dude, <laughs> that's the, it's the wildest. So, going back to the why 
Habib did that. It's not because necessarily the res- yes, he had respect for his parents, and that's like one of the most insane, intelligent moves as a fighter. But no, hey, the reason the reason he chose to not do the armbar and sleep him is because Gaethje said he's not he was not gonna tap. He was not going to tap. So yeah. So if he wasn't going to tap, yeah, his arm would he would have to break his arm. So yep. So yeah. That's that's the ultimate savagery, and that's where Habib is a different animal. And I know his emotions ran high. Um, I don't have a very good relationship with my father, but you know, I would be just as shambled as anyone in the fucking world. And that man went out there and had his best performance of his life ever ever ever. 29-0 the king pound for pound john jones shut up nigga like i'm sorry dog shut up it's a big dog it's a big time it's a big time that's a timer for this we're extending that a bit i don't care um robert whitaker bobby knuckles trent was right in magnificent fashion bobby knuckles he took that dub jerry cannonier i think was it was it a knockout I can't remember. Decision, but it, it was, was fairly yeah, close. No, yeah, yeah, he got, was clear. getting rocked the whole yeah. time. And props to Cannoneer. I mean, Whitaker is still on the top of the division. Dude, he's getting another title shot. He has to. He's getting another title. He has to get a rematch against Izzy. Do I think okay, Izzy's taking no, that? No, but yeah. guess what? Okay, so here's the deal. We've been hearing that Izzy wants to move up to light heavies. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that means Whitaker's getting the belt. But 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 that's it. That, Wait, do you well, think it's because? But how so, how soon is, is how that's soon is Izzy trying to fight if he's going for two belts? Because that's a huge weight gap to jump. Middleweight to light heavyweight is humongous. Eighty five to two oh five. Izzy skinny and dude. To cut back down to there and defend both those belts. If he can do that, that's will, that's go shit. That's go right? He hasn't lost in UFC. No. No, sir. There's He's lost before in his yeah his kickboxing it was slumped but it's whatever. Last one good of that night was Walt Harris Volkov. It sucks. We were going for Walt Harris. <sighs> man, I think I, that man's Pinto. Volkov. I said Volkov. I know you said Volkov, but we wanted Walt. I know. Yeah, we wanted Walt because of his story. Dude, you I know, and I hate man. to say I, it. Yeah. There's some events that happen in life. I don't see him being the same fighter anymore, man. That was his baby girl. That wasn't even his daughter, too, man. That's that's the craziest thing, too. To have such a close relationship with another man's kid. That's and that was his baby girl, man. And I don't think he he's big ticket because of her. He's Walt, the big ticket hairs because of her. And I don't think he's honestly ever coming back as passionate and shit as he was prior to that. I just I really don't. I want him to, Godspeed. He's such a gentle human being yeah. and I, I feel for him but what the fuck? it sucks really sucks I don't think he's going very far he, he will never be heavyweight champ we got the prelims on oh shit hey boys. guys it is fight night it's tune fight night. in on crack streams for free for free <laughs> for free do it man because oh, you know sh- ESPN <laughs> is, is screwed fans you know at where <laughs> damn um that's pretty much everything for you. Oh, one more thing I wanted to bring up. The lightweight division. That's another thing. This is about to get nuts. If Habib chooses to stay out, this is about to get nuts. More insane than welterweight. There's going to be one fight night that's going to have the last three fights. I'd love to see them all be lightweight. I would love it. Dude, Michael Chandler wanted to do like a tournament type thing. 
do it. Do it. I, I, There's only five I of them. Know, I don't know much about Michael Chandler. I don't either. I, I do know he comes he, from Bellator, and I know he's he decent. Arrogant. Very. I feel like he is arrogant. I will say this to the day I, I die. He's more arrogant. It's a big step to go. Because I don't know if he can back it up in the UFC against these other fighters. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I think he is more arrogant than Connor right oh, now. Oh, that's what I'm saying. At the start, because Connor wasn't arrogant until he started winning and knew he could. Fuck and knew he could fuck people up. Conflict. That's the thing. I will say this to the day I die: UFC has better talent than Bella than any organization makes martial arts that's ever. Why Dana, I love Dana White. I like Dana White. I think he does his fighters a little bit dirty sometimes, but the man is the best promotion uh, promoter fight wise ever. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Sports wise, maybe. Sports wise, maybe. He's like, better he, than Oscar he, De La Hoya, man. No, like literally, you look at it. He's all these, all, all these other sports, they took forever to like be, like or something huge. Irrelevant. When did UFC start? Like early two thousands. Oh, way later than that, bro. The first ones when was like, or in later Denver, 2000s. like. It had to have been like way earlier. Earlier, you think? Yeah. When I'm, was the first UFC? I'm gonna go UFC one. Ninety three. So Denver, so Colorado. Think Twenty years. It was at McNichols so, Sports Arena before it was. Oh yeah. Where the fuck was McNichols? Wasn't that the? Um, Where's McNichols, like the coach? What? Where was McNichols? McNichols was. If you go down on Colfax mm -hmm. and Mile High was your left, McNichols was just right to the right. Oh, it was separate from them. Yes. I thought that was prior to. Oh, okay. McNichols is what when they tore McNichols down is when they built Pepsi Center. Okay, oh. I did not know that, guys. Because That's really. The old I didn't nuggets that used to oh, I didn't even know that. But now Ball Arena. Yeah, Ball oh, Arena. Ball we talked about that last week. Sack Center. Center. It's the Sox Center, um, Sox UFC, lightweight division. Well, me and Trent will finish this up real quick. It's gonna go crazy. It'll go crazy. Who do you got that next champ? Who do you got? Who do you got? I want all of your guys' predictions. No, Who do I got? No, you guys no, want... No, yes. Thank you. I'll get mine no, over the list. It's Connor. It's Connor. I don't give a French means. No, no. He's wiping... He needs to get He's slicing all those fools out. Stop fighting at 170, Connor. Did, no, did you see his other... His McGregor Fast video that just came out? No, I didn't. Yeah, his McGregor Fast program thing that he came out did like a full body diet like diagnostic of his body and what his ideal weight would be and it measured out to exactly 155 and he said lightweight division incoming <laughs> like a knife through butter hear me out right now and he's shaved shave connor's dirty Holy. Holy connor shaved. connor new 55 new 55 champ and no, still no 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 and new 155 pound champion of the world the notorious Conor McGregor. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, I've heard sir. it a million right, times, guys, baby. Lightweight. Who's winning the lightweight uh, champion since Khabib's retiring? If, if you need another top five, Justin Gaethje, Justin Foy, Conor McGregor, Tony. Time Anderson. out. Time, time out. Time out here. All right. Before we get into Conor, all right, Conor's going to win. But before I go into that, all right. Dan had just talked to K Khabib like a day ago. Yeah, we did. Yes. He's not coming back to 55, though. Who does he have to but, but no, but my thing is, is if he goes for a 30 and 0, I... GSP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a fight we're going to want to watch. GSP? He's a uh, 35. It has to be at 70, though, dude. GSP can't get down to 55. 
Are you kidding me? You'll die. You'll die. Um, I would say that I think Conor McGregor's gonna go and win it, but if I had to say somebody else, I think Gaethje's right there. What'd you say his age was? Huh? Gaethje's right there. Would you guess? That's what I'm saying. I think Gaethje's. If Gregor go out there and beat his ass, then he deserves it. But I think Gaethje's the one. Nine? Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, why not? Why not Gaethje be the one? You know? At 55. I'm even at 70. (laughs) His last fight was at 85, bro. Oh, boy, he's 40 and he looks old as hell. I like what Tim said. I'm ending it off with this last, last part of this section. I like what um, if I'm going to second person, I am going Gaethje too. Do I think Gaethje needs to fight for this interim or the next title shot? Yes. I don't even, to be honest, guy. I don't even think Connor deserves the straight up title shot. Not right Give, now. No, not right now. Not right now. He needs, he needs, to, needs to, to win one. Poirier. Yes. He needs I, to be lose. I like that too. I like that too. Woo, we know, baby. Hey, we're gonna get what we've always been waiting for. Me and me and Sean have been talking about this. It is going to be for the lightweight title. We haven't seen it yet. What are we seeing for that title fight? No way. Gaethje McGregor. I think so too. Those are the two best. But then you, ah, Poirier's been. I know, but if Poirier loses to McGregor, they need to fight too. But exactly, no, but yes, they so, need to fight. So okay, considering what we just said, if Gaethje fights for the title next, since we don't really want Connor to until he gets a dub, who does he fight? Poirier. Dana White Give him a sucking title his shot? cock. Yeah, I agree. He literally. Yeah. You want to know why Dana yeah. White did that? Okay, he flew him out Dana the dobby. White says nobody knew he had a broken. Okay, bullshit. Why'd you fly Michael? Chandler? Oh, cause he knew before. Why'd you fly Michael Chandler? Oh man, we got you, baby. We got you, Dana from the 303 Endeavor. Sue me. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. All right, that's our UFC for the night. We'll we'll talk to you guys next week for that. We're on our uh, commercial break. Remember to uh, run up my new track. Yeah, go listen to it right. Go now. listen to it right now. Um, go run up the ads. I think stamps.com sponsors me. Still, I gotta check my promo codes. I think stamps.com. I got some new shit with Splice coming out very soon. So all my producer friends or whoever listens, I got a new beat package coming out soon. It's got sounds and shit that I've made, and you can make beats. That try and make beats that sound like me. You know what I mean? Good luck. But uh, yeah, I love you guys. Enjoy the commercials, and I'll talk to you very, very soon. Money, money, money. Gang, that's really good. What it do? We are back. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed your break. I hope it was good. My tab key has something very sticky on it. So if any of you guys know a mat cleaner, holla at a boy. Uh, this is our NFL topic. Hey, pickles. Yeah, I need a new one. It's old school. My battery's expanding. Busting out the scenes. Um, pickles. Hush. Welcome back. Hope you guys enjoyed your uh, your break. It was a good one. We're chilling like a villain. Now, time for the NFL, baby. I I don't I I chime in on this one. UFC's my segment, so I'm gonna hand it off to um, T Money and the Colonel. They're the captains of the ship. They're the captain now. You know what I'm feeling? Uh, but we got Broncos versus Chargers. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Rivalry week. Just like the colonel said, uh, we have a big game. The Broncos have got to turn the ship around. It's either they either turn the ship around or they keep going and they need to tank for a better draft, draft slot. They go. I'm hoping they go out. 
Yes, our O-line really hasn't needed to be upgraded that much because they've been doing decent this year. But I'd still like to go see him pick up the tackle or guard from Oregon because he's, he's an absolute dog. But we'll see what they do. I'm a huge fan of Oregon. You guys know that here uh, next week um, because Oregon plays. And that's where Justin Herbert went. So... I can't bash on the Chargers too much. They have a good team over there. Um, it's going to be a challenge. Where is the game being played? Here. L.A.? Oh, it's here. All righty. So, Herbert versus Locke. Who will have the better game, boys? Um, I'll chime in on this first. I think Herbert has the better game. But Locke's not a factor in why we win. I mean, he, he will be, but I think our running backs are going to be key this week. We need to hold on to the damn ball. Uh, we'll pass it over to the Colonel. Well, I think that Herbert is going to have a pretty good game, but I also think our defense will be able to stop him for the most part. But Drew Locke, I think Drew Locke is going to have a much better game I think he's ready. I think it's it's time. I'm a big Drew Locke dude. I want I want him to succeed. I'm not like I just I'm tired of drafting quarterbacks. That's really what I I'm just that kind of Broncos fan right now. I just want it to work. So I'm gonna hope Drew Locke has a good game. But I know Herbert's gonna have a good one, so it's gonna be a nice it's gonna be a nice face off between two young quarterbacks in this league. But also I don't think the running, our running game is going to be very, very, I think is very determined on what Melvin Gordon does. Hold on to the damn ball. I Dude, did. Yes, Melvin Gordon, dude, on the fucking dude, field, but hold oh, on to the ball. yes, but he also, dude, he, <coughs> Phil Lindsay is not going to be playing this week. Is he not? Dude, he's, he didn't practice. He didn't? He practiced I, I, well, like two I, days I, this week. There's been people going concussion protocol to be able to play next week. They don't have yeah, so we'll see part. probably game time decision on that one. But yeah. if Phil Lindsay don't play, then I don't really see the uh, running game being a big factor why we win. I think our young offense, is Noah Fant's back in. He's a little bit more healthy this week. We have him, we Jerry have Judy. We got we got to give Jerry Judy into the touch into the freaking end zone, dude. It's been freaking killing me out there not seeing him go into the end zone, dude. He's such a talented wide receiver. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that Locke is going to have a bigger game, but I'm excited to see these two young quarterbacks face off. Yes. Zacharias Token Dean. <clears throat> Herbert's going to have the bigger game. I'm going to say my prediction for this game right now. Chargers are going to win. I hate you. You can hate me all you want. And I'm still going to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, but just Herbert, just looking at her as an overall player, since he be became an official starter, I think week two, I think it was. He, yeah. But which ripped through his career. But my thing is, is Herbert is a close first, second, whatever you want to call it, behind Joe. Burrow for rookie of the year. These dudes are putting up like 300 yard games every week. I mean, 
his. I think if, Justin Herbert wins rookie of the year. I hope he does. But my thing is, is if the Chiefs or not the Chiefs, my bad. If the Chargers' defense can't help the Chargers' offense, they're not going to win because the Chargers' defense has, has sucked up. ass. And I get it, Derwin James has been out. Well, you, you only lose Derwin James? Yeah. Where the hell is Melvin Ingram been this year? Where is, is it Joey Boza? Nick Boza? One of them? Joey. Joey yeah. All right. Where has that man been at? Like, let's he's be been honest. Subtle. He's subtle. Hey, he's been there. Yeah, but he's supposed he's to be a powerhouse. He's been pretty much performing, I feel like. Like, it's awful. Um, but, yeah, I think just the Chargers have more, I think, offensive passing weapons. Especially with the Broncos having injuries this year. And lots of them. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. I'm passing it to... All right, Sean, kick us off Sean. the next thing. I, I got to get my... I didn't... Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I got... Uh, I got my boys lock. I got the Broncos because we played fucking hella good last week. I swallowed my words big time, dude. Until like later on when we started to slip, we were holding up with those fools. No we cap. Were, there was just simple holding mistakes, up. Little, little, mistakes. little things. Little things that I think need to be adjusted within practice. I hope this week they got that shit done. I'm going with my boy Broncos, dude. I'm done with this this shit, man. I'm, I'm trying to show these fools that we ain't out. We ain't the Jets. We ain't garbage. This is the 303. You on the 303 podcast. If you don't like me, eat ass. You know what I'm saying? Not the good ass. The stank ass. Alright? I'm going Broncos. I'm going Drew Locke. About to eat some money. Show them that, that, psh, that injury. Psh, unreal. Psh, on the strength. Unreal. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Let's get let's fucking go, Broncos. I want a dub. Uh, Broncos defense played well. Oh, defense? Do I think defense is the reason? Uh, the 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 whole reason that we get this dub against the um, brilliantly. We played fucking good, you know. But. Yeah, you're right. Just gotta think of field position game that we gave them. I think our defense is gonna come out. On, we held fucking yes. Mahomes to a standard, they held, so they held Mahomes they like did. to barely 200 yards. Yes, I get that. I got but, 12 points in fantasy. Hey, but both times they played Mahomes in Denver. In Denver, it's been in the snow. I say no, you the last no, two times. Or last, last two, two yes. times they just played each other. It's been in the snow because there's one yeah, time Arrowhead, right. one time in the Oh, yeah. okay. Fuck you, don't matter. Sure. You play Mahomes in good weather. I just don't think he's too lethal of a weapon. No, I don't think good thing we don't play that nigga. Early on in the season, we got that nigga year, done in the snow. Last year, early on in the season, we played him. We lost by three points. Okay, what and about we, this year we with all the injuries, a, I know it, with all the injuries, but still, we we could have held him in that game way better than we did. A lot of team, yeah, it, it, it's whatever. It is. I do think we're gonna perform way better against the Chargers than. But we did good against the Chiefs. Like fuck, we did good, dude. Regardless of the score, regardless of the score, and what I said earlier of when the game turned south. Obviously, there was a time in the game when we were just knew. Oh shit, it's south. Obviously, multiple, you know, turnovers and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. We're good though. I. Like I said, I'm going fucking Broncos. Do I think the defense is going to be the key factor in winning this, though? No, because I just said that my boy Drew Locke about to do some dirty Buzz Lightyear type shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't think so. It could damn well be, though, and I won't fucking be sad. I should probably pick him up on fantasy, though. <laughs> Alrighty. I do believe that uh, this win will come on the Broncos' defense. They got a couple key players back in the rotation, and 
they're playing like a unit. They're top 10 in the league right now. They have been proving that they are. They still have a good defense here in Denver. Okay. They did decent. They, our defense played great against Kansas City. I don't care what the score shows. Our defense played amazing. When you hold Patty Mahomes to barely 200 yards, you played great on defense. Okay. There's some, there's some plays where we need to fix up, like tackling, like on Clyde Edwards Hilaire's touchdown run. We missed four freaking tackles, easy tackles on that man. Just slipped right off of them. So we just got to pick up little things on this defense, but our defense is going to keep us in this game, and they're going to win it for us. They're going to have a big stop down in the uh, fourth quarter with five minutes left to win the game. Well, I also agree that I think the Broncos defense is going to be a big, big reason we win this game. And I, the reason is is Joe Burrow, He has he's been pressured all year. All year he's played, he's been pressured by good pass rushers, just like we're going to put at him this week. Bradley Chubb has not been playing too bad. He has 4.5 sacks in the last two, three weeks. So he's doing all right. And I think our defense, especially with having A.J. Boye back, it's a big yep. it's a big plus to go uh, against Keenan Allen. It's a, good, it's a big plus for us. So I think the Broncos' defense is going to be a big reason we win this Sunday. Oh. All right, go ahead, and then I got some breaking news. All right. Um, I will say this real quick so we can get to breaking news. The Chargers, or I mean the Broncos' defense won't be a big impact on why they win. It's going to be the Broncos' offense for the simple fact I said earlier. The Chargers' defense is awful. They have... They just haven't been able to help keep the Chargers' offense in games or keep them ahead in games. So I think the, for that reason right there, the Char- or the Broncos' defense won't be a big impact at all in the reason they win. It's all going to be their offense. If it's, and it's so their offense is either going to win or lose the game. And that's all I got to say. We'll get to breaking news now. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, We got a knockout, folks. UFC. And I just report knockouts because that's my job on this podcast is to do that shit. We got an Adrian Yanez, another highlight reel, high kick, left high kick to the jaw, absolutely slumped. That's all I got to say, absolutely slumped. It's not even the main card yet, maybe. Tune in, crack streams, fuck ESPN Plus, fuck those Howards, you know what I'm saying? All right, next topic. Both of these teams have struggled this season, all right? We've seen it from both sides. But they both have also had some brilliant bright spots, parts where they've just dominated and we've seen some good shit out of both teams. Who's going to be the brightest star out of this weekend, though? <laughs> weekend. Um, I'm going Broncos again, baby, because I'm tired of it. I'm just tired of it. I'm going Broncos. I'm, I'm, I'm saying we're going to be... I Put your foot down, Sean. Put your foot down. We're taking this by a bunch... Of, I, we are going to slap these fools around. I want to slap them around. Maybe not slap them around, but show them that, yo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Everyone's... Shagging us hard right now, bro. You go on social media, shagging us hard. It it sucks. So I am tired of it. And this is our weekend, bro. I'm giving this weekend to us. I don't give a fuck. Burn me at the state. Um, I'll say this. I'm in a Broncos group chat, and so is the colonel over there. We're in the same one. And these Broncos fans, I'm sorry, but you cannot hold an expectation to get to the Super Bowl every year. 
you can hold an expectation when you have a team right now like, say, Seattle does or the Chiefs do right now because they have a team that can go. Like the Steelers, they have teams that they know they can make a run for it. The Broncos right now, they can make a run for a playoff spot and win a, maybe a game in the playoffs and go to the second round. But it's like you can't expect a soup. We have been spoiled fans, man. We've been so spoiled. Like, yes, okay, we missed the fucking playoffs the last five, five, six years. Yes, that's a little tough. We need to get back in that picture. That's what we need to work on, getting the playoffs. I need to stop seeing all this Super Bowl shit. That's not our goal right now. Our goal is to rebuild and reload and go out and start killing teams. But I think um, the brightest star this weekend, I will say... Noah Fant will be the brightest star this weekend. I mean, who will have the brightest star this weekend? I think the Broncos will have the brightest star in Noah Fant. I think think the Broncos are going to win this game. Um, I think I'm going to agree with you. I think Noah Fant's going to have a big game. He didn't have that big of a game last week because Drew Locke had just he just okay. Let's just face the fact. He had a bad game. He had a very bad game. That's what he, I'm telling you, dude. He he's over there throwing. He was throwing out overthrowing wide receivers like crazy. He could not get on target. Take it too many shots downfield when there was wide open people, wide open wide receivers and tight ends underneath. So yeah, and sometimes it is it is play calling, but you know. Let's hope Noah Fan gets put into some of this play calling this week. Justin Herbert is going to be the star. This game right here, the Broncos defense is ranked what? Top top five five defense in the league, top ten. All right. This is probably the best defense he's played all season so far. This is going to be the game where he submits his case to be rookie of the year. And I think that boy's going to ball out. I expect 300 yards passing from him. I know it's a crazy stat. Whether it's deep passes or a lot of small dink and dunks, 300 yards. Okay. No, from Herbert. Yeah. Fuck that. Fucking Yeah, fuck that bastard. He needs 300 fucking yards. I'm fucking 300 yards his ass. Raiders-Browns. Dookie versus Dookie 2. You decide which one's one and two. I don't care. Uh, they both suck. I could give a hoopla. Uh, but the Raiders are dirty, dude. They're good. They're really good this year. They're not really good, but they're better than than I expected. And uh, are they the best 3-3 three and three team in the league? Well, what's the 3-3 three and three teams? We have. Let's look at them. Yeah, I need to know that before wow. I give my... I need Auburn to know sure. right now is beating LSU 42-3. Wait, Auburn? LSU sucks. Auburn's oh, yeah. beast, dude. I remember... What game was it that they ran that, uh, what's it called, from the house? I mean, Finley. Shout out my cousin, okay, Finley Bates. I'll just chime in on this one. We don't even have yeah, what are the, say. yeah, I'll, I'll, so I got uh, Mike. I'm going to look at all the three and three teams right now. Just let me know, and then I'll, we'll, we'll okay. fucking rock into this. So, Miami. Okay. Miami's three and three. We got, obviously, the Raiders. Okay. 
the Detroit Lions. And that, there's not many three, three and three teams, but there's a. Uh, I'd throw San Fran in there, say four and three. Okay, I like I'd that too. Um, given those, thank you, Colonel, for the that info. I, I, Raiders are up there for sure. The one that really threw me off. Now you say is San Francisco. Not necessarily three and three, but damn well close. So they might as well be. Watch this. Um, one second, people. One sec, guys. I'll give you a chance to win. Just go hard. That's you guys a heard that. Talking mid fight. I will give you a chance to win. Fight hard, to he's telling him. That's some Max Holloway shit when he pointed his fingers mid-cage and said, let's bang it out. Last 30 seconds, let's bang it out. Let's bang it out. Let's... Yeah, something crazy. Like, they swung deep. Um, But, yeah, considering that, I do think the Raiders are better. I think they're the best 3-3 three and three team. What, we have the Dolphins. You said Lions? Dolphins, Lions. Dolphins, Lions. Garbage, garbage. Lions are better than the Dolphins. I think that, I mean, you know, but I don't want to count out any team right now because some teams just upset me every time I talk some shit. You know what I'm saying? But I do think the Raiders, considering the question, the Raiders are the best 3-3 three three team in the league. Do I know why? No. I don't know why. All right, <laughs> and I'm not going to comment on it. You go first. I'll go first. All right. So, I think they are the best 3-3 three three team, but I also think they're better than most 4-3 teams, 5-3 teams. Yeah. They're, the Raiders are good this They're year. Good. They have been played everybody that they've played except for the Panthers because now the Panthers are three and five. I think they're three and five. Yeah, they're three and five. But everybody else has been playoff teams or above five hundred teams, and they have lost. He's lost to Tom Brady, okay, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers playoff team. Freaking, they beat the Saints. That's a playoff team. Like. Yeah, it makes no sense. I think right now they're three and three, and they're like the most dangerous three and three team I've seen in a long time. And uh, everybody be scared of these Raiders. They're better than we expected. Can we all agree? Yes, be scared of these Raiders. Yes, yes, I, 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 I will agree that these Raiders definitely they're gonna push for a playoff spot. Um, Browns are losing this game. Browns are going to be fighting for another playoff spot, but I think they're going to get hoed again because with OBJ being down, that's going to be our next subject. I don't think they have enough weapons anymore. I they mean, did to begin with, bro. I mean, I mean, they have weapons. It's just them? exactly. No. It's like they can't utilize. It's just something that the Browns are doing right now. Are just. Simply. They gotta figure out what's going on. They gotta keep going on. They need to keep. They need to. They need to start showing like on games they play like the Steelers. They can't get mollywopped. They can't sit there and get their asses beat. So I do believe that the Raiders are the best three and three team in the league, and they're gonna shock some people. All right, well, you know what? Let's have Token start off our next one. I know we didn't to talk about this. No, I don't hey, care. It really doesn't matter. We explain most of it, but this is a big thing for you because you're a big OBJ fan. Is OBJ's injury going to make Baker play better or worse? So I'm going to say this right. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Some A plus plus. No, wait. So I'm going to say this right now. All right. For the people that are watching this worldwide. Alright, I had, had surgery on my knee, I got a bunk ass knee, alright, as soon as that boy OBJ held his knee, I called it, I said that's ACL, he's done for the season, 
and I was I was correct and it felt great it really did but let's let me look let me look at this question real quick because I need to see it is OBJ's injury going to make Baker um, play so, worse. I love Baker. I'm a o, I'm a OU fan. All right. Um and I think Baker yes, he's not the greatest quarterback, but he's also not the bummiest quarterback. All right. I don't think he gets the credit he necessarily deserves all the time. But and he's been in I think like three coach coaches changes in the last I think since his career started in the NFL. So with that being said, I I don't know if he'll you know do worse. I think he'll be the same because with having you still have Jarvis Landry and the Browns love their trick offense, their little trick plays. They like running the little what is that reverses with the little passes. I think they're going to be fine. I I mean yes he's gonna it's gonna put more pressure on Landry, but I think he can handle it more than OBJ because. He doesn't let the game get to his head as much as OBJ does. Um, so, yeah, I think Baker Mayfield would be just fine, honestly. I don't see him having, you know, a Shit. terrible so this last is kind of like a eight games. Question. Will the Browns win because of Baker or lose because of Baker? They will. So, okay, I'm gonna be, let's be honest here. I think the last three games, they won because of him or they lost or, like, the last, since the Cowboys, the games they've played, they've either won because of him or lost because of him. Like, he's either played really good. What was it, last game he started at when OBJ tore his ACL? The first quarter he was, I think, 0 for 5 or something. And after that, he went 21 for 22 to finish the game out. Like, those type of stats are crazy, regardless if it's three quarters or four quarters. Like, I think... Yeah, so I'm just gonna pass the mic to the boy Sean. All right. All right. Guitar I like that shit. Is OBJ's injury going to make Baker play better or worse? I literally agree with Zach. Really, like, I agree with what he said, and I'm also gonna say that like, they've had opportunity time and time again to show so and so as a weapon for so and so or whatever. And now that you have a weapon missing, it's time for people to fucking buckle down. This is the time in fucking football, bro, man. People got to buckle down. And uh, if Baker Mayfield wants it, he'll let us know, right? He'll let us know. So, I, I mean, Odell wasn't doing crazy good, was he? But he's a factor to have on the field. Exactly. So, like I just said, it's, it's however Baker's the quarterback, so he's throwing the ball, and we'll see how he does. I really don't know. Nor do I care. They both can suck one. Steelers-Ravens, though, this new this is this is, this is is wild. Yeah, you know what the thing is. This is predictions, real quick. Who's gonna win, Raiders or Browns? Oh, um, uh, Raiders. Raiders are winning. I'm gonna have to go against both of you, Browns, just cause. Raiders winning. Raiders. So yes, we Steelers, have to get Ravens. on to the Steelers game of the Ravens, bro. Game of the week, game of the week for sure. Week. We got the six and zero Steelers. They're rolling hot, dude, dude. Do they have it? What it takes though. To dethrone Big Bensky and the undefeated um, Steelers. I, do, I don't think the Ravens do, to be honest. I do hope Lamar Jackson goes buku, bucko crazy, but I don't know. Steelers have shown me a fucking lot, dude. Those fools be crazy. They crazy. 
I don't think the Steelers or the Ravens do. Um, they don't have too many offensive weapons for Lamar. He's either got to pass to Hollywood or run with his feet. If Des Bryant was a factor in this game, I think they got a better chance. Having a big, tall, strong, aggressive receiver like Des is, I think it changes the game. But I just I don't see the Ravens finding a way to pull this out. I, I just don't. The Steelers' defense is too good, and Big Ben, he's popping off. That man's like 50, got a big belly and a broken elbow or shoulder. That man's toting the ball down the field every game. I I think this is going to be a good game, but do I think Baltimore has what it takes to get a win? No, I do not. And the reason is this is their number one defense in football. This is the number one defense in sacks. Like, they're going to get to Lamar Jackson, and they are fast enough to cover him in the run game and in the pass game. And it's not like Lamar Jackson can throw the ball down the field. So, in all reality, it's going to – I don't think that Baltimore has what it takes to get a win. I think it's going to be a good game on Sunday, but I don't think they're going to win. All righty, we are on to Steelers and oh, yeah. Ravens, right? Yeah. Yes. Big question of the day is, what the hell is Lamar Jackson going to finally do against the top team in the NFL? That's what I'm saying. What can he possibly do, though? Everything, because he's done nothing. Okay, touche. Touche on that one. <laughs> Everything because he's literally done nothing. Rhetorical. Yeah. Literally, like he has everything to prove right now. Like he needs to show up in these big games. I think. Lamar Jackson. If Baltimore went. Because Lamar Jackson won an MVP last season. This dude won an MVP last season, hasn't performed at all in the playoffs against good teams. Mm-hmm. Dude, literally, he needs to come out there and win this game, either if it's on the ground or if it's passing the ball, dude, because he, he has to connect himself. passing the ball. He does. He has to start being able to pass the ball. But I think if he, if the Ravens win this game, it's because he has more than 100 yards rushing. It has to be. Rushing. Have some confidence in I your think, statement, dude. It has to I be. think okay. Lamar Jackson has more than 100 yards rushing, and they win this game oh, against rushing? the Steelers. Was, yeah, was, rushing. The Ravens are winning this game because it's a it is a divisional battle, and everybody knows you. Ke- it's a guess in divisional battles, especially with the top two teams in the NFL. You never know That's where's the game true. being played in Baltimore or in Pittsburgh. We are. Uh, Looking it up on the uh, data finders. We got some people in the back working for us. At Baltimore. Um, yeah. Ravens pull away with the win this week. Um, it's just Lamar has to perform. I have him on my fantasy, and he has to freaking perform. You have to the beginning of your statements, because that's crucial. Very crucial. Very crucial. Because some of these players I don't give a box about, besides the fact that they're on my fantasy team. Uh... Well, Lamar Jackson performed well against the number one defense in the league. It's kind of we've already like so the next one, said all of these. Let's go on to the next one. What's the next? Patriots? Bills? So will or, Big Ben continue his comeback year 
with this win, or will he be humbled by the Baltimore defense? I think he's going to continue, personally. I think he's going to continue. But at the same time, Trent brings up a lot. I, he brings up the same point that I feel with um, uh, Drew Locke is, and, and the Broncos is that they have to perform. You know what I mean? And Lamar Jackson has a good – he's a good quarterback. He's stupid good. And so, really, like I, Trenton said, the only way they're getting it done is he goes stupid. Like – in the fifth degree, murder, uh, very nasty. I, I, but at the same time, the Steelers' defense is so good that it's it. It's been lights out, but it, how long can it be lights out for? It could be lights out for. The it could be season. lights out for a long time, bro. Are they gonna have a hiccup? When are they gonna have? Their when are they gonna have a hiccup? That's the question. That's a good question. When are they gonna have a hiccup? But do I think it's this week? It damn well could be. Do I personally think so? No. It damn well. Ben, will he continue his comeback year token? So, like, think I, don't think, I don't even think, I don't even think he's a, wait, I don't even think it's a comeback player of the year. I don't think it's anything of that. That man has already proved everything he's needed to prove, all right? Going into this game, he's still an elite quarterback in the league. Sorry for that phone ring. But, uh, yeah, Big Ben has proved everything he's needed to prove. I think he's not going to have not one problem. Going back off kind of what Trent said over there about Lamar needing to perform in the big games. Last year after he lost to Patty Mahomes, he said himself, he said, I have all the respect in the world for Patty, but I can't say anything until I beat him. I need to win the big games. And yes, this is a big game. It's especially crucial for playoffs with them being the two top teams. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't think Big Ben's going to fall off. If Claypool balls out like he, needs to. like he needs to, like he's done like three weeks ago now, I think it is, and you have Juju healthy and you have Connor healthy, it yeah, they got that sucker in the book because Ravens' defense is nowhere near as good as the Steelers' defense. So I don't think he's dropping off at all. Oh, I, I think Big Ben's going to have one hell of a game. I think he's going to toss all over this defense. I think they have a great defense in Baltimore, but Big Ben, just like Token was saying, he's been he's been there. He's done that. He's won two Super Bowls. Big Ben is Big Ben for a reason. The dude, like literally there's no reason to say anything else, dude. He He's going to find a way to win this game, and I don't think he's going to get humbled this week. I think my prediction for this game Thirty-one twenty-eight Steelers. I like it. Alrighty. Um, on to our next game that we will be talking about. Oh, sorry, malfunction with the mic. Um, Patriots versus Bills. Can the Bills prove that they are the number one team in what the AFC North? It is. Are they the number one team in the NFC North? Um, I think that Cam Newton's going to turn around. He has to. Okay, he, he's, he's a baller, man. I can't say that he's not a good quarterback because he is when he wants to be. He needs to stop trying to be like what Patrick Chung just said. Stop trying to be Superman. Okay. Stop trying to make shit happen and trust the process of the greatest coach of all time. 
Okay, you got to go off of him. You have to. I mean, I think that Bill Belichick with a divisional game again, this being a divisional game, it's huge. We have a lot of divisional games this week. That's three big ones that we've talked about. I think that the Patriots are coming away with an upset against the Bills. Moving on, token. Um, so Cam Newton, yes, he hyped up all, you know, his little comeback story, whatever you want to call it this offseason, the black and white videos, the whole nine yards, you know, freaking hired extra freaking people just to sit in his videos, all right? Like, the man went full director mode on us this summer, all right? But I think at the same time, I think Belichick needs to start utilizing Cam Newton the way that Cam Newton plays. Alright? The dude's not a quarter or a pocket quarterback. He's not. The dude is not a Tom Brady that moves as slow as a sloth on the highway. Like the use his feet, run options, run QB pat like you just gotta utilize his size and his skills. He's a big, big ass quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like six four, two fifty, could play fullback. Okay, maybe not fullback because that's a little tall, but like tight end Right, and just start using him. And with Edelman being out this week, I think that's what they're going to have to do. Utilize his feet and his skills more, because that dude can run through a mother trucker's face. Yeah. But he still can't be a Superman and do it all by himself. This is a rough situation for Cam Newton. This is a rough situation. Julian Edelman's out. You're looking. You're seeing what happened with Gronkowski. He getting picked up by Tampa Bay, and now he has like 200 and something yards already in two touchdowns. That's already 150 more yards than all of the Patriots tight ends combined. So he has no weapons at all for this game, and it sucks because he's going up against a good defense. It's not like it's a good. But the thing is, I think if they win this game, it's all because of the running backs. You know how you know how Belichick is with his running backs, dude. He utilizes his running backs. And the thing is, who who for the Bills is covering those running backs? Terrell Edmonds. Yeah, he's a good he's a good middle linebacker, but he's not fast enough for James White or Rex Burkhead out in, out in the freaking open. Both I think the running backs are going to prove out to be in this game, especially with Cam Newton. I think running the ball. They have to control the clock so they cannot have freaking Josh Allen on the freaking field all all day tossing. Let me let me say one quick thing real quick. All right, we we all agreed that Cam Newton has no weapons. All right, the Patriots have been super quiet this season. All right, do you think Belichick is gonna go try and pull a move to get an elite receiver, maybe a Julio, with Cam Newton? Imagine that. Fair thought. It is. Because I think it's part of the trade talk or trade rumors. It's him going. It's gonna, it kind of sounds. It sounds almost it, like And I mean, that revamped both of their careers. Let's be honest here. I that, that's all if I gotta they say. They have a connection that is just godly. Like, oh my gosh, they connected. We got the, we got the, we got the. Yeah. All right. Well, Josh Allen has been struggling for the last three weeks. He hasn't been the same. And do you think? That he's going to bounce back this week against a team 
that he's going up against an offense. Like, that offense for the Patriots is going to struggle. So that defense is going to be on the field all day. That's in my opinion, and I think the Bills are going to win this game just because I think Josh Allen's going to bounce back and the offense is just going to be on the field all day. You know, it's like just, the defense is going to be on the field for the Patriots all day, and the Bills are going to be able to toss. And that's what I think is going to happen for sure. Um, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. Um, Pick it up, man. Pick it up. You have been slacking the last couple of weeks. He has all the talent in the world on his offense to produce good games and win games throughout this season. He's had some hiccups lately. We thought that he was, me and Taylor both said that he might be a sneaker for a MVP vote. Not anymore. Nowhere nowhere near in that conversation unless he turns it around again. Because right now, the, we all know the number one player right now that's leading the MVP race is Russell Wilson. Yes! Go Hawks! Go Hawks! Go Hawks! <laughs> oh, Sean liked that one. I love that. <laughs> that has to but <laughs> Josh Allen has got to pick it up in this game. He's got to bounce back because I feel like the Patriots defense is missing too many people due to opting out of the season. Yeah. It is. It is what's hurting them. But Bill's defense is going to help out Josh Allen tremendously this week. Loiky me, loiky me, loiky. All right, this is a good one. This is a good segment I like, and I know the Colonel is very, very excited for this one. All right, let me get it started on this one. Trade sure. deadline, baby. That's all I'm going to say is the trade deadline. For the sure. Trade. Get it started. The thing is, we're going to do something a little different than what was originally on the on the sheet. What we're going to do is I'm going to go around, and we're going to say we're going to act like these guys are getting traded, and we want to see what teams they get on, and we'll react to everybody's things afterwards. Okay, so I want to want to hear which team you think they're getting traded to, and what do you think they're going to get out of it? Okay, so Stephon Gilmore, he's getting traded. Where is he going? I'm going to start this. I'm going. I know it sounds real crazy, and it, I don't really give a bollocks, but I can see him going to the Jets. Ugh. And wait, wait, just hear me out. Do and you I know. Saying that, or is that a truth I know. I know it sounds real stupid. But they've done that type of stuff before when they traded away. I believe he was with. He's out this week. Is he? And I believe he, uh, Gilmore. Gilmore. He's out this week. But I believe I have a feeling that he might get shipped to the Jets. I believe that Darrell Revis was with the Patriots and got traded to the Jets. After that, I I mean I might be wrong. So and I, it, if Gilmore is not helping them. Like, you might as well just toss that boy up, get some picks. Why, sorry to cut you off, but why is uh, Julian Edelman on the IR? Um, just he's only for one game, so until week nine. He just, he just got surgery on his foot. Uh, it's week 10. I'm just curious. Okay, he's gone. Yeah, but uh, just quick, who do you think he's getting traded to? Uh, who do you think he's getting traded to? Shit, dude. Uh, Give him to the Hawks. Give him the Hawks, bro. Give him to the Hawks. I'm just saying. 
Give him the Hawks. It is a biased thing for sure. I don't care. Burn me at the stake. I don't give a fuck. Tennessee's a decent one too. Maybe Tennessee. This one says Tampa Bay too. I mean, I guess. Who else do they fucking need? Fuck those Howards, bro. I'm going Hawks, bro. Give him to the Hawks. That'd be sick. Stephon Gilmore is going to go from Foxborough to Arlington. They are going to start rebuilding. They can give away their first-round draft pick this next year for Stephon Gilmore. Because Stephon Gilmore will still produce another good three, four years out of him. At least. At least. And I'm saying Stephon Gilmore goes to the Cowboys because they need it. Well, I'm going to say Stephon Gilmore, he's going to the Steelers. I think he's going to go to the Steelers. Why not? Why not? For what? Hmm. Wide receiver. Juju. I think Juju's going to the... Why not? Why not? Why not? Stephon Gilmore goes to freaking Pittsburgh and Juju Smith-Schuster goes to freaking Foxborough and gives Cam Newton another weapon. That's I see that happening all the way. But, uh... Alrighty. Galloway. Wide receiver from freaking the Lions. Where do you think he's going? I think wide receiver for the Lions. I'm going to just say Patriots again. Patriots got to make a move. It's a wide receiver, dude. Got to make a move. Like It's crazy to me. Just make a move. So Galloway and Marvin Jones Jr. are on the trade block. Yeah, they've been looking at both of them, dude. Like, eat, like, Wait, but if that's the case, if Galloway goes to the Patriots, who are the Patriots going to give Lions? Is that picks? Yeah, picks. I mean, people have been trading picks for fucking t- big-time players the last three years and getting nothing for them. I mean, look at look DeAndre at the Texans. Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Like, that's just a prime example. Alrighty. What about you, Mr. Sean? Where do you think he's going? We have all said Patriots. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think the Steelers are going to hunt for multiple different positions or whatever, bro. Like, because they know they bout that shit. They know they about that shit, and now's the time to build up, I guess. I don't know. I don't fucking like the Steelers, bro. I don't really care. I don't really care. But, yeah, I agree with Taylor on that one. Why not? Why not? Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? All right, where do you think Galloway's going? We didn't put A.J. Green on this list, you fools. That's a big one. Oh, yeah, true. Um, Galloway? Galloway is going to Tennessee so they can add up and help their offense give another big target to Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Okay. What's the next? Who's the next one? Justin Simmons? Justin Simmons. Oh, he's up for grabs. Hey, I'm going to say my Galloway real quick so I didn't get to say it. Oh, yeah, go ahead. He's going to the Giants. Ooh. I would say hell no. Uh, but I just have a feeling. He's like going to the Giants. Give them more offensive weapons. Help that boy Danny Tripp Boy Dimes actually, oh. <laughs> actually <laughs> score. But uh, 
Justin Simmons, you said? Yep, yeah. Ooh, who would he go? Honestly, I could. Not up for grabs, but he's definitely. Like, I could. Yeah. I could see him going to not like a super, you know, a team that needs, you know, that needs help or like. So I could see him going to like, I don't know, the Cardinals or something. Something random. Yeah, no, something no, random. Something I agree with that. I don't know. I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have never really seen. I don't know what the dude's capable of though. So, cause I'm like, I hate the Broncos. All right. Well, Justin Simmons. I would love him to stay with the Broncos. I would love to, for him to stay there. But, you know, if I was going to say anywhere he would go to, you got to think, like, places like Arizona. Don't have a free safety over there. You got to think of places like Philly. You, you could take over there to Philly. You can also Justin Simmons over to Dallas. What would the Broncos get, though? No, draft picks. I think a second rounder would be kind of nice for him, but yeah, I think that that's where he would go. What about you, Justin Simmons? As much as I love my dog and I love my Broncos, okay, don't think Justin Simmons is staying. Uh, he's taken up a lot of money, and it's going to be expensive. It's going to be expensive to keep Justin Simmons long term. They couldn't figure out a contract at, with him the beginning at the beginning of the year. He's going to go meet up with his boy who he played with all last year and did so good with. They're going to go give some more young talent up in the freaking NFC North to the Eagles. He's going to go join Willie Parks. And he's going to join the freaking Eagles. And that's what they need on their defensive side of the ball. They need to make stops and get more chances into Carson Wentz if he can handle those situations. We'll see about that. I like that. What about Zach Ertz? Tight end. Wait, have you said – what did you say with Justin Simmons? I said I wanted to stay with Denver, but I also said I agree with – About Philly, too. Yeah. Philly's a good one. That's a really good one. I could see it. Zach Ertz? No, not Philly. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, Philly. Zach Ertz, ah. I don't know. I don't know who's in desperate need of a tight end, to be honest with you. Maybe San Fran. No. Maybe. They have, oh, yeah. George Kittle. I thought that nigga was fucking fucking up and he's all hurt and shit, all wishy-washy. That nigga ain't done shit this year. I guess. Get, I I don't know. I don't know who needs a fucking tight end. George Kelly ain't done shit. Zach Ertz will go. Zach Ertz will go to Patriots. Zach Ertz to Patriots. Because they need a tight end. They just need. He needs a big security blanket. He has a tiny security blanket named Elgelman. The boy trash. With his freaking thirty-year-old comb over. Yeah, don't let me start. Alrighty, but like, Zach Ertz, you guys all say good points about Zach Ertz, but we'll move on. John Ross, Michael Thomas, A.J. Green, three wide receivers. One of them's, you know, hasn't really gotten his chance to really step up in this league. They haven't, like, he hasn't gotten that chance yet because of injuries and stuff. Then another one led the, the league last year in receptions and was a dog. And the freaking, then the other one is literally a 
probably a future Hall of Famer for freaking for the Bengals. Like literally, I don't know where all these three wide receivers will go, but like if they oh, all get like all of them can get traded to the Patriots, bro. All of them need to. Jesus. But I can see John Ross for the Cowboys. I like that. But the Cowboys don't need nothing more on offense. They need they defense. But they, I mean, if they do another offensive thing, somebody needs to go freaking take Jerry Jones off his throne, dude, because he's doing some stupid crap now. But, yeah, I think all three wide receivers would be looking good for Patriots or, like, uh, Philly. Philly needs wide receivers, too. So either one of those guys can go to Philly or the Patriots. Um... I believe that Bill Belichick is going to give some type of help to Cam Newton at some point. Whether it be Kenny Stills, whether it be John Ross, any of the big name, like, trade block people out there. Or trade block people out there. No, I said blocked, but it's block. (laughs) Oh, it's been a long day, people. Sorry. <laughs> but I believe that the Bill Belichick needs to give his quarterback some more weapons so that Cam Newton can actually succeed in this league. All right, it's your guys' favorite part of the show. Yeah, it's your favorite part of the show. It's surprise and forget. Welcome back. Surprising for sure. Your guys' favorite shit. Uh, what week are we in? What week is this? Eight. Eight. Okay. Sorry, I gotta get the schedule up, folks. I need to know what's all right, going we'll all start us off. Yeah, go ahead. Come back. To all me. right. So, surprise of the week, I see, is, hmm, yep, my surprise of the week will be an upset in freaking. Indianapolis oh, this week. Fucker. I think the Detroit Lions are looking nice right now. And I think they kind of, they, they have some swagger to them, dude. They can make the playoffs, dude. Seven teams make it, bro. They could make it. And I think they, they look kind of nice versus these uh versus these Colts with freaking turnover rivers over there. But we got the Fasche of the week. I think it's going to be, hmm... Chiefs, Jets, and Jets are not winning this game. Like, I'm sorry. If anybody thinks they're winning this game, they're freaking stupid. Literally. They're not winning this game. That's the most blasphemy like, talk I've ever heard like, from somebody if they said that to me. Like, they're not winning the game. That's, um, the, that's the for sure, dude. Papa T Money's surprise pick of the week. There will be an upset in Seattle. 49ers are beating Seattle. Okay. Uh, my for sure game of the week. I'm gonna have to stick with the Colonel. There ain't no way in hell the New York Jets are. No, I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna go for sure game of the week. Buccaneers Giants. All right, my surprise. I'm going with T Money from earlier. Honestly, if I, there's any surprise that's gonna surprise the fuck out of me, it's Baltimore taking that dub against the Steelers. That'll surprise the fuck out of me, dog. I don't, that's my surprise. Oh, psh, my freak check. Someone that's about to take this dub. No questions asked. God. Mm-hmm. Philly. <laughs> ah! 
I don't know. Yeah, Dallas, like Philadelphia like is a for it. sure. That's a first check. Come on, I man. Like Dallas it. buns, bro. Like They've it. had the shit under the rook. I'm sorry, boss. They just, I you know. Yeah, I see him doing some crazy shit against Dallas. Just toying with them, you know. They're in an adolescent stage of their team right now. Everyone's gotten hurt, and it's just it's terrible. So that's my surprising first check. My surprise of the week goes to Cincy. Cincinnati Bengals mm, I like it. Tennessee. I like it. Mm -hmm. Zach Green, I yes, like sir. It. The boy uh, Joe, he going to ball out. I already know he, it, it, he is. My first sure goes to, and I hate to say it, I really do, but goes to Green Bay. Yes, sir. Thank you, Zach. If you guys don't know, Zach's a huge, huge, huge fight. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, that's a fuck you. I hate to say it, but, but that's what I got to say. All right, well, that was the end of our NFL segment. Thank you, boys, I for think tuning in. Boys yeah. and women Hello. for tuning in. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, shout out to Stamps.com. Um, fuck. Sorry. Uh, splice. Splice. Splice.com. Splice.com. The best. The best source for your DAWs uh, and uh, sound bars and beat kits and whatever. I'm still working on it. I got some shit that I, I'm, I'm really cooking up, but it's whatever. Also, shout out to um, Discord and um, Deller for having me on his stream the other day as moderator. That shit was some fun shit. Thank you. Uh, that's cool shit. I got a bunch of... I got a little bit of dough from that. He said he will sponsor some shit. Oh, yeah. Also, um... Oh, shit. I forgot the name of it. But I did get a, a message from, um... Oh, Jesus, mate. About a sponsorship for, uh... It's for a wallet company. And they make a knife as well. It's the sturdiest wallet on the market, okay? And if you use my promo code in the next three weeks... I believe it's SXWAA. You guys can get about 25% off a sick wallet and a shank if you want it, you know. Indestructible. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll ask them for their um, their shit, and I'll give you guys the name, and I'll give you guys the promo code. That's in a couple weeks, though. But thank you. Enjoy these commercials, and we will talk to you in a very short amount of time for the end of the show. Episode 3. Thank you. All right, welcome back. Hope you guys enjoyed your your break. Uh, NCAA football. No, we're in NBA free agency first, actually, and then we'll go to that one. NBA free agency. We got some big guys uh, being in talks to go other places. The first guy, Big Dad Giannis. Big Daddy. Uh, I would love him to come to Denver. I would love it more than anything. But do I think he's... I don't know. Milwaukee's good, but I also think it's he's they're good because of him. And so, I don't know. Is he one of those players that's trying to be an all-star and just carry a team or be a contributing factor and some, win some rings, niggas? That's what I'm saying. Come to Denver. I think Giannis is going to stay with Milwaukee. I, I hope he does for the simple fact he worked, with, he worked out with Kobe. Kobe was a, a role model to him. If he wants that true Mamba mentality that he's been trying to chase, Mamba, Mamba wouldn't go somewhere else. 
he would stick with that team like he did the Lakers. The Lakers were ass for a while. I mean, he stuck with them. I, if Giannis wants that legacy to be like a great legacy, stick with Milwaukee. Make them build around you. And so I hope he stays with them. That's all I'm going to say. Here you go, Colonel. Well, the thing is, I would love to see Giannis stay, but what can you tell me one person on that team that is worth the shit to trade to get another superstar there? They already traded a good shooting guard. They traded they got they let Brogdon go, dude. They let Brogdon go. And dude, letting him go killed them because he was perfect for a trade. You trade him for like a Bradley Beal. You trade him for a like any Devin Booker like there's so many shooting guards out there that you could easily trade them for so if I had to say anybody that Giannis is going to go to I'm going to say the Heat and it's going to be kind of nice to see him with the Heat with the Jimmy Buckets they, they could go again bro so yeah I think Giannis is due to leave this Milwaukee town because they definitely just managed him terribly He's a great player. Not a great organization. Exactly what the colonel just said. The organization over in Milwaukee is struggling. They've had a couple good years because of one great player. And you can't just rely on one great player to take you to the championship. In this league, you see so many teams have two or three of the top ten, top 20 players in the league. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're top 40, whatever numbers those equivalent to, you know. But you have to fucking know Milwaukee doesn't have the market ability to keep Giannis there. They're not drawing in any factors to Milwaukee, even though Giannis did say that after they lost to the Heat that hopefully they could live and learn and end up – um building a culture in Milwaukee that they can win championships or compete for championships, but excuse me. I don't see that. I see that Giannis is taking his talents to South Beach. I can see that. I like it too. I can see it. Chris Paul, bro. We brought it up earlier. I think he's going to the Lakers or something crazy like that, bro. He's, he's going to go for that. join the banana boat. He might go join that and get him. I could see them going back again. I don't know. I really don't know. They're good, but. Yeah, LeBron's getting his rings, but he's also helping people get their first rings. Yeah. Think about it. He's due. Why not? Anthony Davis, if he didn't get traded to the Lakers, he would not be a champion right now. So, are we saying Chris Paul is. Chris Paul's free agency isn't until... No, trade. Yeah, he's about to get trade. trade. Correct? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yep. Do you think they'll ship him away on draft day? Maybe. Good. Do you think that's how they ship him away to get a better pick? Yeah, maybe. For sure. I think Chris Paul definitely looks good on the Lakers. I don't really see another team that he needs to really go on. I agree. Because what the... What the... What... The OKC Thunder can really do here is potentially get a second round pick for him somewhere. Already on the rebuild, like they're they're getting up there. Literally, they just 
if they the, their pick is going to be somewhere in the 20s because they made the bubble, they made the playoffs, it's going to be something like 22, 23, something like that. I think that they go to try and trade Chris Paul for an early second round draft pick or somewhere in the second round or try and get something out of him because if you get that's basically two first round draft picks if you get one of the top five after all the teams draft their first rounds okay those next ten players are the next like those those are like first round talent basically I'd say but I think that Chris Paul does go to the Lakers he's gonna go join one of his banana boat homies I think so too if Chris Paul goes to Lakers, I think it's a bunch of bogus because uh, when Chris Paul tried to go to Lakers the first time, the trade got vetoed because oh, it's too powerful of a team. If he goes back to Lakers, if he goes to Lakers now with LeBron and Anthony Davis, it's the same exact thing as having a Kobe and a a Shaq, like they're unstoppable together, and they they proved it this year. The other thing is, if he goes to Lakers, which is possible, I haven't seen too much video proof that yes, their homies off of the court, but on the court, can they ball like they ball off of the court? And can that chemistry be, you know, a perfect fit? I don't know. We'll just have to wait to see if it happens. True. Yeah, I said my piece. Chris Paul's going to the Lakers. That's all I see. But, uh, all right, we'll move it on to the next one. What about probably the third best performer, maybe the fourth best performer in the NBA Finals? Rajon Rondo, old man. He's a freaking point guard going in the free agency this year. Do, do you think he stays with the Lakers or do you think he leaves? I think he leaves. I mean, not because he's like terrible or anything, but because I just don't think he's as big of a. He's not needed as shitty as that sounds. Like he's not really needed, and so uh, get rid of him for someone else better. Maybe not so much over. He could go to like. It's hard to say where he goes to. I don't know. I don't know either. I do. Really? Here. I, d- I don't. I don't see it's here. I, I mean, I don't. Robert. Oh, he's not going to be going very far. He's going to be going from one locker room to the other one. <laughs> he's going to go to the Clippers. I think he's he going to go to the Clippers. He doesn't have to change where he lives, bro. I think he's staying where he is in L.A., but he's going to be on the I other side. Like because, be yes, they have Pat Bev, but... They really haven't had a productive defensive, like in having Rondo and Pat Bev on the same team, and they're dirty with defense. Like that's just adding crisp, crisp defense and offense to your team. So, yeah, I think Rondo is gonna go over, literally to the other locker room. <laughs> I have to agree with the Colonel on this. Um, Clippers have to do something, man. They have been so close for so long, yet they're still not going to get there because you have uh, the boys in the THA 303 out here going for heads right now. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, in the next three years, you'll see the Denver Nuggets in the fucking finals. Oh, yeah. You heard it here first, folks. But he, I do believe he's going to the Clippers, but the Clippers ain't going to do shit with him. But I mean, yes, he's good, but he's getting old. He's getting very old. So, uh, he joins the Clippers. Cheers, brother. Ooh, next last topic, one. the last topic of the day for this episode. NCAA football and what happened over the last couple weeks or like the last week Listen. up until this weekend and then we'll go into I, I just want – I'm not going to be big on this one. I don't know too much. I don't watch college football, football or anything, but thank you guys. I will talk to you guys at the end of the show. I'm going to give it off to the other boys for a minute, okay? Thank you. All righty. Um, the three things we're going to focus on in this is Trevor Lawrence, you got the Rollis, not, not able to play, and they faced off against Boston College today. We'll talk about that game. We'll talk about Tua Tagovailoa's little brother over in Maryland. Going crazy. And then to end it, we are going to talk about the game of the day, where college football game day is at, uh, Penn State versus Ohio State, and how the factor of Penn State not having any fans in their stadium is going to affect this game. Uh, but to start it off, Trevor Lawrence was not in this, uh, not on the sideline. He was out because of Rollis. Clemson struggled through a win today. Their defense was horrendous. It was thirty-four to twenty-eight, and yes, it's a conference game, but Clemson's got to pull away with that game by a lot more than that. They said that this. This freshman that's there right now, uh, their backup quarterback that was in, he's supposed to be in the next couple of years a Heisman runner, this, that, and the other. He's huge, literally. He's like 6'4", 220, 230. Monstrous quarterback. But he didn't do too bad. But they still only won by a touchdown against an unranked team, and you're number one. You got to come away by a larger margin than seven or six, six. Whatever, six, whatever it was. Clemson may be in trouble. This may show Clemson's weaknesses. I guarantee you any other team that plays Clemson is going to first film. They pull up in the film room is going to be Clemson versus Boston College. How do we beat these fools without Trevor Lawrence? That's what I'm doing if I'm Notre Dame. How did the Notre Dame turn game turn out? Does they anybody won. know? Notre Dame won? Yeah, they won. Here, let me check. Was it significant or was it close? It was a pretty decent win. Let me see. I'll confirm it. But We're checking the facts here, um, folks. Have to. Yeah, oh, no, never mind. Wrong game. Uh, 31-13. So yeah, 31-13. It was close at the start. They uh, Number one, Clemson faces off against number four, Notre Dame next week and they will not have Trevor Lawrence so Clemson is in a huge predicament here how how are they gonna attack this game week like what do they what are they gonna have to focus on this week so they make sure they stay undefeated and keep their number one rank yeah I don't know about Clemson 
the thing is, dude, they they, they trailed twenty eight to thirteen to Boston College. They, they were trailing. They were trailing twenty eight to thirteen. Wow. They were trailing twenty eight to thirteen at half, and then they came back and won. They barely freaking won. So I don't know. Defense. Notre Dame. Notre Dame might come out next week and shock the world and take down the number one next week just because Trevor Lawrence is out. It it sucks, but yeah. I think it's going to happen, but I want, uh, let's see your take on this. Token? We're talking about Clemson, right? Yep. All right, what so. With them today, man? So, I called it, me and Trent talked to, I think we talked about this last night or something, because I showed him, I think, the breaking news last night. I think it was confirmed or the night before. It doesn't matter. We talked about it. And I said, watch, Clemson is going to lose against Boston College. Trent said, no, they're going to walk away with the easy dub because of the quarterback that's their backup. Some, you know, yeah, he did good. A Hawaiian, there's a Hawaiian dude. But I think at the same time, and it's, it's a lot of, he has some big shoes to fill. When he steps on top field, he has some big shoes to fill. All right. Yes, he does. But he also has the number one ranked running back in the nation. Yes. Yeah. But you can't just win games. You've seen it. This year, coaching, you can't win games off just running the damn ball. No, oh, trust me, I know, but the kid's good enough to. Yeah, he, he, he yeah, showed it. he he showed Not up, that he did but show that he, he needs bad he and it probably sounds real stupid and dumb, but I like to say the stupid and dumb things, all right, because we need it. He needs to play better than Trevor Lawrence would play. I agree. Yeah, I was have tr- yeah. expectations. Yep, he needs to go out there and have Heisman games, not just play to get wins until Trevor's back. He needs Heisman games. I'm talking about like 400 yard, 4 TD type things. And but yeah, that's all I got to say. Um, we are going to take this on to um, the next subject of Tua Tagovailoa's little brother. I think is it's pronounced Tulia. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, little Tagovailoa is what I'll call him. Okay, uh, he transferred from Alabama to Maryland because Matt Jones is still at Alabama starting, so he wanted a chance to start. And this man went absolutely crazy. I don't know what happened to Minnesota over this last year. I'm just gonna say this because I'm very excited. That Bruce Buffer is on fight night. Sean Wynn. Huh? Bruce Buffer is on fight night. That's buns because there's been better fight nights than he has in the Exactly, but that's okay. I love hearing that man's voice. <clears throat> Sorry, people. But he transferred to Maryland and they played Minnesota. Minnesota was really good last year. They shocked the nation throughout the whole season. Almost... <laughs> was getting bids for a CFP spot, which is the college football playoff. Um, but to his little brother came out through twenty nine or twenty six for thirty five, three hundred ninety four yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. I'll go check how many rushing yards he had as well, because I think that he also had a ton of those. Um, this game. He had 64 yards rushing and two touchdowns. 
and he had three touchdowns passing. That is unbelievable. He went absolutely ridiculous this game against Minnesota. Minnesota dropped. They're 0-2 now. I don't know what happened. This whole season has been a whole whirlwind of events. So I'm just excited to see what he does now at Maryland. Is Maryland going to start pulling for a top spot? Is he going to start performing like this every week? Or is he going to be a one-time show? Token. <coughs> Give me one sec here. Oh, my shoulder. Um. So, Tua's little brother, Tua point two, whatever you want to call that boy. <laughs> Two point two. But uh you know, I'm actually kinda disappointed. He two point two. I kinda I'm kinda disappointed he left um Bama. Like if he wanted to, you know, be just like his brother, because we, we all has a little brother playing Football on the same team as my yeah, older brother? Yeah, but I don't want to fall in the footsteps. No, I don't want to fall in yes, the footsteps. Yes, it's a great yes. chance to get a fucking national championship. No, it's not about, no. Draft stock? No, the I'm not talking about draft stock. Fuck all that. I'm talking about straight just competitiveness, all right? Because we all here have siblings, right? Like, we know what it feels to be competitive. Like, we just try and one-up our brothers, our sisters, and any chance we get. Like, we're all athletes here. Like... If my brother or something went, you know, big in football, I would go to the same. If I played the same position, I would try and go do things he didn't do, yeah. and things he did do, I would do better. Like, but at the same time, I you know respect him for balling out. The boy threw, I think, four hundred twenty yards, and no, three like three ninety four. Three ninety four. Yeah. Three so, and yeah. So I mean, the the boy balled out. But what does this mean for Maryland, though? Does that mean that if they keep balling out, they might get they might get some big prospects over the years and make a big push into playoffs? Um, that's all I'm going to say. Or, yeah, Colonel? Well, it's always exciting to see the younger brothers of uh, stars that we know freaking start balling out like this because he, he went crazy today. It was awesome to see. last night, or was it last night? Yeah. Well, last night he went crazy, and it was awesome to see. But um, we'll see how the whole the rest of the season goes for him. But you know, all the best for him. I think he's doing good. Hell yeah! Because I mean, you gotta look. I mean, what Zach was saying, you want to follow in. But I mean, he entered the transfer portal and got the choice to pick whatever school he wanted to go to and he ended up picking Maryland of all places not even ranked like are you really going to pick Maryland over Alabama like that's where it's shocking but like I just said he entered the transfer portal portal. and out of everywhere he picked oh geez hold on breaking news uh Holland is absolutely trash-talking Israel Adesanya right now. Going out his neck. What, is Izzy there? Yes. What? Izzy's there because it's uh, Silva's last fight. Bullshit. Yes, Izzy's there. No way. Yes, Holland was talking shit to Izzy saying, I want you next. Bullshit. 
He's still talking. Look, he's still talking. What's his rank? I uh, we'll, we'll pause this real quick and we'll, we'll, we'll stop the talk. Hold on. Uh, I gotta look this guy up. Kevin Holland. Um. Watch. Look. You're already, already tapping, tapping out. out. Oh. Wow. Wow, that's nuts. He is calling out the champ. Wow. He's still going after. No, he's going to his corner. He's 19 and 5. Okay, so he's decent. They're middleweight. So, hey. Yeah. Go get that back, bro. Don't get the belt, bro. Is he a top contender? That's what I'm worried about. He has to be if he's on the main card of a fight night. He's got to be within the top 10. Because you're not yeah. top 10 and not fighting on main cards. Look at middleweight. Middleweight right here. Dude, he's literally... Sean, look behind you. He was literally looking Izzy in the soul. Holy oh, shit. He might, I need bro. to go look at Izzy's Twitter. See what he is saying. They brought the stretcher for him. That's pussy shit. For what? For what? You can no, you don't have to shut up. We're talking about the same shit, so that's stupid. For what? Look at that. Look, he got hurt pretty bad, dude. He's not even top fifteen. We got Greg Hardy next. He's not even top fifteen. He's not top fifteen. Yeah, we're we're gonna listen. His fourth win of 2020, he becomes the first fighter on the UFC roster to notch four victories in 2020. He does it in style. Certainly our best and our thoughts to Charlie Ontiveros as the medical professionals uh, deal with his injury right now. But Kevin Holland will go back with even more confidence as if that was possible. Yeah, I was going to say, don't give that man any more confidence because he is grimy, calling out Adesanya. Those guys went back and forth. And Bruce Buffer cleared it up. Bruce Buffer just said that. Wow, guys. Submission. I wondered if a clash of heads as they went down caused uh, Ontiveros to go unconscious. Obviously, not the situation. Unfortunately, Charlie is He's still, still looking at him. He has some kind of injury. But let's take a look at the replay here one more time. Charlie's trying to get back to his feet. He kicks Swept the, the leg. Out, and then they go down to the floor. And I think, listen, they hit the ground. Where is he tapped? He just goes unconscious. A shoulder. You know, he landed in a very... Oof. Maybe. Medical attention now? A stretcher dog? Are you kidding me? Maybe. True. Wow. Alright, I guess about Kevin Holland, he doesn't deserve a title shot next. He's not top 15, but hey, if he can get up there, yeah, for sure. Wow, we got Greg Hardy next. Let's finish off this NCAA, and then uh, that's the night, boys. Last thing, we are going into timeout, boys. Timeout. Bye, bye. Now. I feel really good. Hey, I, I'm not trying to be, you know, talking over myself. I kind of really want to fight somebody with a little bit of a name. I know I keep getting these last second fights. I keep taking them last second, and the guys get hurt. They catch COVID. Something happens, and then I get a guy in. I really, really would like to fight somebody with a name. That way, people can stop saying I'm like, you know, like he said, she said, sure. 
someone in top ten. Give him someone in top ten. Ten first round finishes. That's Give him it. Give him, Give him it. it. I think the guy's a phenomenal fighter, but he did something a couple years ago in LA on my UFC debut. He knows yeah, what's up. Then the other the day when I seen him at the at the lobby, he was trying to be all friendly. I just don't play those games, bro. If you really want the smoke, let's get the smoke. I know I got some ways to go. I keep telling him I got some ways to go, and he has little slick things to say. So when I see him, I see him. I like that. I love that. I love that. Upset his ass. Holland. He's got to work his way up, and then I have no problem with that. No problem with that. All right, boys. Let's finish out this last Yo, subject. Finish it off for the night. We are going to uh, end it with one of the NCAA football's biggest rivalries. And I'll tell you guys this. Right now, the game has started. Uh, OSU scored on their opening play. They went 62 yards on the opening play, 7-0 against Penn State. Penn State is at home. But if you look back at it, Penn State has had really close games against Ohio State, especially when it's in Penn State, because of the fans. You see so many videos of teams having to call timeouts on the very first play of the game because the stadium gets so damn loud. But I think Penn State feeds off their energy at home. I just saw one of the most hideous things of my life, people. You guys just pray that you don't ever see what I just saw. Okay. Um, but Penn State Penn State absolutely thrives off of their fans when they play at home, especially against a big team like Ohio State. Big rivalry. Okay, this game is huge. What does Penn State have to do to stop Ohio State? I'll do it. Um, what they gotta do is they gotta keep control of the rock. Gotta take care of the rock. Get you're not gonna have you're not gonna have that home field advantage like you usually do. Like, yeah, you're still playing at home, but you have no fans. That we've already seen what it's done to the Saints. Like, it's just it's unreal to see these these teams losing home games that usually don't lose home games. So I think that. Penn State is going to lose this game just because of mere fact of the fans not being able to be there and they're not having that kind of support that they need. Um, we're talking about Penn State, Ohio State, right? Yep. Um, Justin Fields, just going off of Justin Fields and how you stop Ohio State, you have to stop him. He can beat you on his with his feet. He can beat you with his arm. My thing is, is going to Ohio State. They've all, they've been a powerhouse team for the last like six years, I think. Um, you kind of have to treat them in a sense like a Chiefs. You have when you get a chance to stop them, whether it's a third and two, you have to stop them. You have to get that offensive off the field. And keep your offense on the field as long as you can so that your defense isn't getting murdered by Ohio State. By the way, what uniforms are, is Ohio State wearing? Blacks? No. Oh, that'd be so hard. Oh. They're wearing, they're wearing a regular away. Um, you chime in on this? 
Nah, I don't really care. Alrighty, I'll, I'll give my final thoughts on this game. Um, Penn State's defense has got to come up clutch, and they got to create big plays in the offensive side of the ball. Got to get the f ball downfield, give yourself good possession, and give you a chance to win this game. Um, but I think that Ohio State's going to blow this game out. Um, but that's all we got for the topics tonight. I'm going to say my goodbyes. So you boys and girls have a great time. And we guys will see you next week. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching the 303. It's been an absolute uh, honor. And uh, I'll talk to you guys very soon. Thank you guys for watching again. Make sure you guys stream uh, Hell on all platforms very, very shortly. It's on SoundCloud Live right now. And, uh, happy Halloween. Happy have a very, very happy Halloween. Eat a lot of candy and stuff. We will see you very, very shortly. Um, when I was... Uh, oh, it's Halloween. That's why. It's Halloween. It's trick or treaters. Uh, I thought it was. We thought it was another guy. Anyway, um, stream my song. Get ready for the official album release. Pickles, I'm gonna punch you. Um, happy Halloween, guys. And I happy love you guys Halloween. so much. Yeah, happy Halloween. We got some trick or treaters. Yeah, happy Halloween from the 30 Thrizzle, baby. All right. All right. Um, it's your boy Token here. Uh. Thank you for or keeping up with us for the last three episodes. Um, I appreciate all of the support. Um, and I will say this real quick. We've been slump busy the last two episodes. So we haven't really got to get a uh, get this published. Uh, published. But we haven't got to get in a, a bonus topic, which is like a fun topic that's not sports related. So I will say this. Follow us on all social media platforms. And shoot us with messages. Give us ideas on what you think we should talk about in that bonus segment. And, you know, we'll look at a couple and decide which ones we want to do. But uh, thank you again. I love you all. Deuces. Uh, Carno, baby. Say your last word. Signing off, baby. Yep. See you guys later. Thank you for tuning in. All righty. Once again, it was a pleasure from the 303. Uh, tune in next week again. It'll be an earlier episode, probably around Wednesday. Be ready for it. Thank you guys again. Appreciate it a lot. Make sure you guys subscribe to all of the people that sponsor. And uh, make sure you guys stream the song. Let me know what you think. Stream Nectar. Um, I will try all the people on Discord and stuff. I will be hiring moderators. I know there's a couple of you that are interested in doing that. I will hire a couple of you guys soon. There's just too many. I gotta do like real applications of people. And uh, yes, no, 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 don't know for right now. Um, moderation's coming. Soundbot's coming too. That's being updated. And I'm really, um, I, I don't want to say I'm in partnership with them with Soundbot yet, but it would be, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and uh, add the meme page, Will's meme page on Discord. You guys know that Discord too. Um, watch us on Warzone next week. That's the last. It's the last section of Warzone for next week. And I told you guys I would do that stream, and so I will most definitely do that over on the Pretty Boy Podcast. 
So make sure you guys go add that Discord. Run it the fuck up. Tell me what the fuck you guys want. There's one person I gotta figure out who I owe a fast shout out to. So hold on. Lucas Matthews. Oh fuck! It's Lucas Matthews. I just closed the tab out. But thank you so much for the uh, Patreon dono the other day. I appreciate it so fucking much. Patreon will be coming soon on two scales. You guys will be able to donate and subscribe to stuff. We'll sign shit or whatever. Um, my merch line's coming out very very soon, and we got a bunch of shits coming. So stay tuned. Tune in next week for episode four of the Pretty Boy Podcast and uh, the three hundred three. So thank you, Pickles. We got our final.